Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Hello. Oh. Sorry. I thought I thought mine was the one that was closest to me. No. Oh. Yours is number one. Okay. Mine is number two. When you look on here, you yes. can see when you talk that that's the first track. And when I talk, it's the second track. Well, you've heard a little bit of Sup After Dark. Well, it'll Sup After Dark education. We're here after hours. Going well. Um, I'd rather not be potting right now, but that's okay. It's just how the cookie crumbled. I know. Sorry. I'm taking a little trip to see the eclipse. So we had to record the night of the episode airing. Yeah. A late night. It's just how, it's just the way God put us in this path. It's the way Mary Cosby intended it to be. Exactly. Um, well, I'm like, that's it. So thank you guys so much. <laughs> thank you so much. For listening. And what an episode. Goodbye. Goodbye. That'd be kind of iconic if it was a one minute episode. People would maybe. People would gag for it. Also with the. On, if one day we'd need to, to do that. On like regular and not on Patreon. They'd get more ads <laughs> than an actual episode. But there are a lot of podcasts I feel like that feel like that when i listen to it it's just ads 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 Mm -hmm. so a lot of people do that unironically but if we did that it would be it might be performance art come here it's kind of moma it's a little moma (laughs) i'd like to record a 30 second podcast that's just hello goodbye goodbye did you see kim cattrall those giant skims billboards in midtown yeah it's honestly iconic behavior it's kind of a I mean, I I know SJP looked up at that when she was going to the ballet. She has to see it. And was like, God, that fucking bitch. I know. She was like, God damn it. And also Kim at Paris Fashion Week. Oh, I didn't see. Yeah, she did her first ever Paris Fashion Week. She'd never done it? Mm-mm. There's really? a Kim Assange underfoot. And SJP is shaking in her boots. She's shaking in her little Mary Janes. I want Kim in, <laughs> I want Kim in like a gritty show. Okay, let's like not go too far. I think Kim's really an amazing woman, but she shines at one thing and one thing only, Samantha. and that's being Samantha Jones. Yeah, it's true. If there's really no, there's nowhere else to go, and there's nowhere else that you need to go. No, but with she love needs, and light, what's the hurry? She needs to get over it and just end her magnificent career playing Samantha for the next twenty years. Mm-hmm. Like, she needs to be playing Samantha into her 80s. Yeah. 
Right? I want Samantha in the nursing home. I want to follow Samantha Jones through her later years all the way to her deathbed and her subsequent final breath. To the aftermath and the funeral and maybe like visiting her grave or spreading her ashes somewhere. (laughs) And then I want to see those ashes like become part of the earth again and form like a geode or something. I want to see on her gravestone just a silhouette of Samantha going like this. Going hello. (laughs) Goodbye. Goodbye. Speaking of ghouls, um, New Yorkers are, according to the New York Post, (laughs) the preeminent uh, paper of our time, New Yorkers are ditching therapists for psychics. Who hasn't? I just kind of gave up, end quote, was in the headline, the poll quote. (laughs) I mean... That's not giving up. No, you should have both. One should have both. It's chic to have a therapist and a psychic on retainer. Do you know that my therapist also is like big into astrology so sometimes we have like astrological discussions which i really avoided for a long time (laughs) because i I don't know if i can go down that dare you witch doctor but then (laughs) (laughs) don't you dare well the trans and i'd be like yeah and then because you want because you want so badly to just i want just like sometimes you just want therapy or like yeah you want it to be a little dry i kind of just gave up and now i'm like (laughs) well tell me about the eclipse (laughs) <laughs> like and yeah I'll, I'll be talking about it and actually i think that that's it's good to meet one's therapist where they're at and i'm learning it's good to indulge people in what their talents are i like that the new york post typical new york centric media just framing it as though that's only happening to new yorkers new yorkers are the only people that are i've had enough because it says therapy. specifically New York area residents are fed up with their therapists. New York area residents. Yeah. Some <laughs> New York area. So like two people. This is a, really is a phone it in article. Yeah. This was in the newsroom. They were like, okay, what do you guys got today? And they were like, a friend of mine ditched therapy in a scene. Well, they, have, they interviewed someone. Aria Demore, 35, an artist and model living, living in Jersey City. <laughs> that Shouldn't they say jersey city residents yeah have given up on was, therapy <laughs> was satisfied with therapy for its new york area i know that's that it's was like the Philly. first red flag was dissatisfied with therapy for nearly th- wait she was in therapy for 30 years <laughs> she's 35 wait she's 35 and was in therapy for 30 my god years. no wonder she's given up a model and an artist so she decided to <laughs> seek guidance from an intuitive healer practicing and astrology i just kind of gave up on therapy after a while because i don't find it helpful she told the new york post therapists are in no rush to get your problems figured out it drags on it's a very long process you could also say that about psychics well you could also say that about yourself she provided a pick she's asking for attention seeing a therapist every (laughs) week is like a habit like they want you to keep coming back it's almost like an addiction in a strange way this is an insane article to be posting <laughs> on Mental Health Awareness Day. I know. No less. Demore, apparently, Aria Demore is like the preeminent voice of this movement. Demore also believes therapists are very disconnected from their patients, especially those who chose a more artistic life path. So her therapist was like, Her therapist was like, Bitch, get a job. <laughs> Have you gotten a job yet? She's like, I'm sorry, but. Say blaming a therapist <sighs> on your issues not getting resolved is incredibly rich. Because 
you go to therapy to solve your own issues. Yeah. Like, it's up to you to make behavioral <laughs> this changes. This is the psychic they interview. No. Is that her psychic? It's just one psychic that they... What a publication. <laughs> <laughs> what a news organization. She's been in traditional psychotherapy since she was five years old after her parents divorced. Parents love to divorce and then place their children immediately into the hands of a therapist instead of... I, like, want to go to him. Sabatino, this, they're talking to the psychic. He says clients typically come to him two to three times a year. Yeah. Wow. Oh, there's another one. Betsy LaFay was a social worker for 10 years, but quit after her psychic gifts left her feeling burned out at her job. So this is like they interviewed one person in the New York City area who said, I've had enough of therapy. But then this other redhead was a therapist who became a psychic. She was a, yeah, she was a social worker who became a psychic. Yeah. So now she's her. Ladies and gentlemen. Her. <laughs> Damn. So this was just like, this was an excuse for white women to send in photos of themselves. Redheads. With, this is a... with ring light in their eyes going, wow. Breaking news. Amazing. This oh, is... she was Joan Rivers' psychic. Oh, that's cool. Okay, so maybe she's real. Wow. I trust a female psychic more than a male psychic. Yeah, inherently. Because even if they're scamming me, I just like... You're like, it's nice to spend time with you. Yeah. I'm like, I want to support women. I know. I don't feel like male psychics know what they're talking about. I think they're actually just schizophrenic. (laughs) Not even gay psychics? Prove it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Women are like... you're gay. Women are like more... They're more in tune. They have intuitions and like access to like a broader spectrum of emotion. That one psychic I told you about that I saw, the Houdini Mansion one, Mm -hmm. she told me I was I had intuition and that I should tap into it more. I love that. I believe her. Speaking of New York, Bradley Cooper and Gigi Hadid are apparently an item. Oh yeah, I saw that. He likes a young he likes a girl in her twenties. Mm-hmm. He can talk to her about reading he books. Can read, he can read things to her. In the park. He can teach her I how to read. I want him and Arena Shake to be back together. Yeah, why aren't To me, they? I feel like they belong together. Yeah. I don't believe this Gigi thing. No? I mean, maybe he's going to... Oh, maybe he's... They walk down the street. Maybe he's poaching her for a movie. We've had enough. He's found his new ingenue. The world has been through enough. At first, it was Stephanie... By the way, Gaga <laughs> needs... I understand that she's in some sort of, like, chrysalis right now. But she... Her Instagram, I'm like, she's been replaced. She, there's a, It's giving imposter. She posted a photo today for World Mental Health where she looked positively unwell. Yeah, she didn't look like her. And it freaked me out. It was not, ladies and gentlemen, her. Well, was... I think that she's either getting a lot of, like, tweaks are happening facially and then what else does she need also just like there's lot of lots of different makeup so you never know what she really looks like yeah she's and always she's hawking. so disconnected like it's like doesn't seem like a personal fan experience it's like she's either hawking like a house lab. big pharma like medication or house labs <laughs> she's always yeah like her, she's promoting something. The biggest thing she's done in the last year was her Pfizer commercial, mm-hmm. which truly chilled me to the bone. And yeah, it's just I'm like I don't I'm not asking I don't want I don't need celebrities to weigh in on anything. I like that when they weigh out. 
But I do sometimes. I'm like, it's uncharacteristic for her to be so silent. So I know, I'm, like, what's going on? Is she, I think that's why she. I think she's getting like a lot of plastic surgery or something, or she's just getting deep dicked. Someone pointed out that her boyfriend looks like a mixture of you and Simon. Really? Yeah, and he kind of does in this one picture that I saw. Let me look. He's like a attorney or something. It was a photo of them at the U two Sphere show. He's an agent, I thought. Is it her husband or her boyfriend? Boyfriend, I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah, he's hot. Jax Taylor is also giving replaced. What's he doing? Look at this. Who is this vampire? Wait, is he on Ozempic? He's really skinny. He's skinny really mini. really skinny. Is he feuding with Katie right now? He said, like, Katie, he's basically like, Katie's a bitch. He goes, she's mean. She's mean to my wife. And I have a problem with that. All a right. fan... In footage uploaded to Instagram via fan account scanned of all threads. That That's a red flag. Honey. I don't trust anything. Look, if in this day and age you're running. Yeah. Well, it paid off. Today we got a little bit of Raquel serving. Raquel's hawking her wares and <laughs> In honor again, in honor of World Mental Health Day. Raquel has put up her infamous lightning bolt necklace and tom tom hoodie that she wore to BravoCon last year and she's saying it she's donating it to charity the to, proceeds to it to a <sighs> mental health charity to try to reclaim her dark times which is like in good the, on her but like make some money yeah everyone else is out here everyone is out here like tom's like, out here they are just parading their pussies around town you she was tom, doing tom it. schwartz going on that mars show tom sandoval's on the mass singer raquel ariana raquel was she, everyone's hawking their pussy except raquel who did it for free to tom sandoval when she could be monetizing it her inability to monetize has left me truly flummoxed I think it I shows you that I'm she's... not surprised. Yeah. I'm like given the source, but I'm like, by all means, send thyself to the insane asylum. But when you come out, it's time to work. She... It's time to make money. Yeah. Utilize your people's fascination with you. Yeah. Do I it. thought she was going to start a podcast. I don't think Sandoval so. Sandoval beat her to it, her podcast. Hey. <laughs> Her podcast is just called Hey Everyone. Hi. Hi. We'd be like, she has to come back to Vanderbump Rules. There's no way. She I won't. refuse to accept she that won't. Rachel is just going to be Rachel living in Arizona. In Tucson. That's not how this goes down. Laura, I think we have to just accept that, like, I life... don't accept that. I don't accept it. She needs to. I'm happy for her that she's, like, getting her help, but she needs to own her power, and I want that for her. And through that, I mean, I want her to make money. Yeah, this making 7K on an eBay sweatshirt, which also is, like, whoever buys those two things. There were already bids. I know. How much are they up to now? Should we look? And she's not even, she's giving it all away to charity. (laughs) So she says. Yeah, that's true. But I'll bet she is. Yeah, I don't. I think she's, she's too nice for her. She's given everything away. She gave Graham away, giving these sweatshirts away. What's she gonna do? Like, what is she gonna do? She her nearly parent... gave away her dignity to that grease ball. She did. She's given it all away. She gave away an interview to Bethany. 
Is she just waiting for a huge Bravo settlement payout? Maybe. But they're not going to give it to her. Did they settle? Bethany, it seems to, it seems to, I don't know what's going on with based Bethany. on Bethany that things are all wrapped up and she did it, but I don't know what she did. I don't think Bethany knows what she did. <laughs> Bethany is like, justice was served today, but I don't know what actually happened. Yeah. And yet Raquel is still not on my screen. There's 95 bits for the necklace, $2,150. For the necklace? And then... It was a $750 necklace, wasn't it? Yeah, we all remember. The necklace is more valuable than the sweatshirt. How much is the sweatshirt up to? I bet that's more. $7,300. 107 bids. This is... I hate that you can see like where her little hands gripped the cuffs. I know. Her nervous... Her nervous hands just gripping and gripping and wringing her cuffs out. Yeah. Being on stage, being like almost in a dissociative moment, being like, why am I wearing this? I'm having an affair with this. Being like, I love wearing this. Being like, I feel only feel safe. That's a haunted sweatshirt. Well, good luck to whoever. If you buy that sweatshirt, you're getting divorced. Or you're getting like... You're on the brand. Poltergeist. You're also... On the brand. The moment that you win that sweatshirt you will walk into a nearby room and a handful of your closest friends and family will be sitting in a circle waiting to confront you and send you right to the insane (laughs) (laughs) i can't i knew i would love to have a what if it's a cursed sweatshirt and the second you put it on you become a mistress you become you start you start fucking and sucking all your closest friends, men, you just can't help yourself. And then, yeah, what if? Oh my god, what if it like you turn into like you turn into in, a kind of downright Im- impish, whore. kind of like halting, halted <laughs> voice. You get some lip filler and you get a bob and you go, hmm. "Hi everyone!" No, you no, you go, <laughs> "Hi everyone!" Hi, and then and you, all the men you sleep turn. in it, you shower in it. Yeah, and the men start lining up and all they want to do is woo you. And it, you are the town whore. You fuck everyone. <laughs> and then it explodes in your face. And then you're and then you, they, and you're toted off to the insane <laughs> asylum. It kind of is like what happened it's to her is very the traveling <laughs> trauma. <laughs> well, it's also like as you wear the sweatshirt, like the the rhinestones fall off and it kind of takes on a different form. And then you're so infamous in your town for being the town hooker that you then have to sell the sweatshirt and it's say like you're donating it, donating it to charity in order to get sympathy and have people back on your side. And then it's like the ring. It's like it follows. She or she or whoever has it throws it down the river and it floats and then someone like biking sees that and goes, Oh my god, the Tom Tom sweatshirt. Yeah. You you it's like Jumanji. Try and get rid of it, but yeah. then like an maybe it ends up in like an unhoused encampment and then whoever what un poor unfortunate <laughs> soul puts that sweatshirt on, curtains for them. I would not buy a no, that's cursed, cursed. That sweatshirt, it looks She's, haunted. They've Tom Sandoval. He's probably come on that yeah, sweatshirt. Yeah, they fucked in that. It's like that goosebumps where the girl puts the mask on and can't take can't. Take, it's like you can't take the hoodie off. You have no choice but to fuck <laughs> everyone nearest and dearest to you, their loved ones. <laughs> I can't stop. Um. Anyway, what were you going to say about the some of the sweatshirt lore? 
I feel like you had an additional piece of sweatshirt lore that happens once you wear the cursed sweatshirt. No, you just like, you like, you walk into rooms and you <laughs> clear the room with your vampiric, emotionally vampiric energy. And you become a, you become an unwanted third in, a, in the closest relationship <laughs> to you. And you drain them both. You become. You drain one's cock and you drain the other's soul. Spirit. Mm-hmm. I mean, you kind of. She was like an emotional vampire. But then everyone that knows you and like is in your orbit of trauma and pain gets rich. Yeah. And it's you. It's on. Yeah. And they are showered in coins. Oh, what I was going to say was it's very traditional. Like, it's like what they did to like Rose Kennedy, Rosemary Kennedy. They just. She like was a little promiscuous and they carted her off and got her a lobotomy that's like that's literally what happened to it's, it's literally what happens to like <laughs> it's, slightly it's, fragile whorish girls do rare, not stand a chance in this economy well-behaved women rarely make history <laughs> it's true but i cannot women? believe we i mean i can but i also just simply cannot believe that we as a society let that happen chased this poor girl truly off the grid chased her with pitchforks <laughs> L- took her the fuck out she was truly frankenstein's se- monster i've never seen anything like that happen before have you I like have. in like it outside of me. like personal experiences um no and, it, like, didn't it, ha- it, it didn't happen to me no it didn't happen to me it but... absolutely happened to me in no high but i'm school. saying i've seen it happen with like girlies i know growing up like but like in pop culture oh, no i guess well no no never like truly chased off the face of mary the magdalene face she is mary magdalene but that would mean sandoval's no it, jesus wasn't like didn't have white nail polish <laughs> and jesus wasn't fucking ariana and jesus wasn't just like a dumbass bitch Jesus is like whoever finds Raquel next. Yeah. What will be? I saw people commenting on like whatever post had like said this and said, good for her. She's finally doing something right. And we're like, wow, she's really got. I was like, you're 50. This is what what people want. I tweeted. I've I've tried to show her a little. I tweeted. She ate. She did. This is the best she is capable of at this moment, but and being, I accept it. But be, people are like, she's now, she has nothing now. She is now just a she, a husk of herself. And they go, and then that's when these people who chased her out, they go, thank you, Raquel. They literally did. They were like, <laughs> wow, she really is doing something good. I'm proud of her. She doesn't even have like a jewel has, to her name. She has nothing. <laughs> She has nothing. Now, she lives in Arizona <laughs> with her parents. And her grandma. And her mama. And now, and everyone. And this- like Jax is opening like Jax's lounge in Studio City. Like everyone has made money out of this. Room. I know. It's it really is, crazy. We should be ashamed of ourselves that we let this happen. I didn't let it happen. I always rode for. I didn't either. I always rode for my queen. Did I? No, I'm not. I'm, this isn't a. This isn't an indictment. This on podcast you. was always this very neutral. Pro Raquel. We were I the first pro. We were the first people to, on our live t- shows to say. I said she killed it. <laughs> I said thank God for her. 
everyone should be thanking their lucky stars the moment they lay their head down on their pillows, their sick little pillows, to the second they open their eyes in their valley houses, they should be thanking God that Raquel was created. (laughs) It is pretty crazy that it's like only when someone has nothing are people like, my work here's done. Where they're like, now she truly hasn't. Cause She's truly, atoned. If, no, because if she it's doesn't like, have that sweat, those are the last two things that she actually owned. They, she could have held it. She, that she's held on to those two. Th- How sad is it that she's held on to those two artifacts for this long? I know. And now she's selling. I pray to God she com- makes a comeback. She won't. Stop. You have to have faith. I always have faith, but like it doesn't look good right now. I just can't accept that this is the end and then it's Arizona for you. We know who does have faith. Some of the women on this show. <laughs> I'm Carrie. I'm Lara. And you're listening to Sexy, Sexy Unique, Unique Podcast. Podcast. Salty Utah, Utah Raquel's. I just wrote, she's a sick bitch. You know, she's a sick bitch. Angie, how she fights is great. I'm a fan of Angie K. I like her, but she's very like, no. She goes, you're going to look at me right now. Look at me in the eyes when you say it. Like, she's like, gets down and dirty. Yeah. Angie like the, and Meredith are like. The wife of, the seasoned wife of any gay man it's would. true. She does like fight like that. She fights dirty. Meredith and Angie are going at it. And she's like. Meredith, can I talk to you for a second? Meredith goes over. Meredith looks like a she looks like Princess Leia on Hoth, <laughs> with like the like. Meredith looks like Caitlyn Jenner in this getup. <laughs> she really yeah, at, does. At the, uh, she is fully serving Caitlyn Jenner <laughs> at the Yeezy show. show. It's un. The resemblance is uncanny. Really is. <laughs> so she's basically like, I'm gonna get right to the point. Apparently, you said the rumors. <laughs> about my husband were about him fucking other men sleeping with other men and meredith quickly goes i, I don't know so i don't know I she goes british again she went i'm not sure she goes i'm not sure what you're talking about i never spread any rumors Tally ho. and then and then whitney comes over and she goes yes yes you did <laughs> you you spread these rumors why? Why would you say such a thing? Why would you say such a thing? And then Angie K goes, "You're the one spreading her legs outside of her marriage." And Meredith immediate, Meredith's favorite move is going, "I've had enough." <laughs> <laughs> I'm done here. She, she always goes. She's very Serena Vanderschnitzel when Serena goes, "You need to think about that," and then she turns and walks off. <laughs> That's very Blake Lively. She goes. I'm leaving. She goes, and with that, I'm done. And then she likes to say, I'm done, and then stand up, and then <laughs> she'll shake her bangled wrist in your face. And she goes, I don't speak to people who don't speak to me with respect. <laughs> and then she goes, well, I'm done now. I'm, I'm done. done. I'm done. And, and then, then she <laughs> plops her behind on the, the little day bed across the, across the way, right next to Lisa. And Lisa goes, hi. She goes, that was, you guys look like you're having fun over there. She goes, you guys, I'm glad we got together. I'm so glad. Uh, and then Meredith looks at Lisa and she goes, there's something wrong with her, Lisa. <laughs> About Angie. And then Angie comes right over and she kneels down like she's a coach. 
And she goes, no, we're going to hash this out. You're going to look at me. I, <laughs> I know you were saying these things about my husband. And she goes, I never said anything about your husband. Even though the rumors I've acknowledged, yes, I've heard rumors about your husband, but not that one. Never such a thing has ever been spoken one second about your husband, no, and your then, betrothed. And then Whitney, Heather sits down and she goes, what's going on? And then Whitney goes, uh, Angie found out the rumor that Meredith was talking about. And then Heather knowingly goes, oh boy. And then she goes, you've heard this rumor about her husband? And Heather goes, yes. Everyone's heard. We've all heard about it. We've all heard it. She goes, Lisa gets, what just happened? Someone tell me what just happened. And they tell her and she goes... That's not true. He no, he didn't. He did not. He never would do something like that. He's never done it in his life. I've never even heard this. She goes, on my life, on my kids' lives, I've never heard it. Monica's claiming that everyone has in like... Monica's gay truther. Yeah, she's like, everyone in this fucking group has talked about this explicitly and has like talked shit and no one is fessing up right now and that's really fucked up, which I appreciate. Yeah, and that is fucked up. It's like, just say it. It's always better if you're like, yeah, everyone thinks he's gay. Heather goes, this is Utah. If you if you walk in wearing a cardigan, everyone's going to think you're gay. And then Laura and I both went, you, you are. are. <laughs> <laughs> she goes, if you get a custom suit made, everyone thinks you're gay. It's like, you're gay. they are. Yeah. So Carrie said, 60% of Mormon men are gay. And I said, <laughs> me, it's 75. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. And then Meredith grabs this woman named Kathy and she goes, we're leaving, Kathy. The thing about gay husbands is I believe in places that are like staunchly like so straight and so religious that that means like more of them are gay than you could even possibly fathom. The thing about gay husbands, too, is you don't talk about gay husbands. And the thing about gay husbands, is they may be gay, but they may just be never acting on it. But it doesn't make them any less gay. You're still gay even if you don't have gay sex. But you never, you don't talk about it. It's like in Friends with Money with Francis McDormand's gay husband. You just don't talk about it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. God, what a, it would be honestly the best gift of all time. But you're, you don't, you don't live in Salt Lake City. To be with a man and have a delightful relationship, a beautiful friendship, some absolutely thrilling sexual times together, then completely stop fucking forever, but still be best friends and just know that he's gay and yeah. he knows that you know that he's gay. Well, but you're both just like, we're not going to talk about it. And that's it's amazing. That. She's fiercely protective of her husband, which you see in the next scene, which is truly Oh, wait, we missed... Well, so, as people are gathering, Mary says she's hungry. Mary's and... had enough of the gay talk. She's yeah. like, I don't want... She's like, I don't want to hear about these faggots. And she goes, Lisa... <laughs> she goes, I'm hungry. And Lisa goes, oh, I'll get you a flatbread. I'll get you a pizza. Um, can we get her a flatbread? And then someone makes Mary a, f- a flatbread. And Monica goes, ooh, that sounds good. Pizza sounds really good. That's what we need right now. And Mary goes you can order your own (laughs) and then mary goes to the bar to get it and she goes you're not going to put it in the box for me to the bartender and he goes oh i just didn't want to touch it with with my hands and she goes all right your hands are really greasy aren't they i was like god mary is obstinate she talk about odd well she's god god has the most odd of anyone but god like her 
She's wild. That's she, what she gets away with. She also, everyone's talking about Angie's gay husband, and Mary immediately just goes, I'm hungry. <laughs> she goes, well, this was a waste of an outfit. <laughs> True ally. The ultimate. I love her attitude about her job. Mm-hmm. This is her now only job. Didn't yeah. her church, did it shut down? I think it went underground. <laughs> I, I do. They retreated from the public I think, eye. No, I think they like went. They I went think, quiet. I think they're but quiet. But oper- their I'm operations sure. are now like behind closed doors only. They also have other churches. Yeah, but like this might be her like main gig for a few months out of the year that she truly is like, I'm wasting my outfits on this job. Mm-hmm. The next day, Angie. Oh, and then wait, the one thing. When. Meredith and Kathy depart arm in arm. Lisa bids them farewell and she goes, Thanks for being Kathy. She's right. Thank you, Kathy. Angie is making her giant bed the next morning, and there's a portrait on the wall of her husband, Sean, and their daughter Electra and her, and they're wearing like Irish clothes. And it I said I said it looked like Banshees of Insurance. Well, because they also have a donkey in the photo. Yeah. It's very Sheena's wedding art plus a donkey. Is he Irish? I think they're Greek. They're both Greek? Yeah. I don't think it's just a one-sided Greek thing. I thought it was like just her side. Uh, I think they're both Greek. Oh, okay. And like they were maybe on a Greek island somewhere. Because of the donkey of it all. Oh, he was wearing like like... old old country Greece. Yeah. (laughs) Old country Greece. They're Macedonia. Angie is like wearing a robe and she's very fragile. But then, also incredibly put together for oh, first thing in the morning. It's amazing. Her blowouts are so good. She has power perfect, hair. Yeah. Um Sean comes in and he's like, What's going on, baby? He really butched it up for this combo. He's wearing like a big, like a workout half zip mm-hmm. and a big beanie, and he's giving like burly bear energy. He's also, like, you can tell in his face, like, she's like, oh, yeah, I had a really rough night. I didn't want to tell you before we went to bed, but, and then his face, I'm like, oh, no, he's, that's the look of a gay man about to be outed. Outed. His entire reaction was, I'm gay and everyone knows it now. She's like, I I didn't want to tell you this, but, like, Meredith told me that there's a rumor going around that you are into men and have relations with them. And he immediately starts crying. And he's like, I'm just worried about our daughter. He said, I've worked so hard to be straight. Her hero. <laughs> <laughs> I've worked so hard to be a hero for her. And I don't want her to like we think st- this of me. I was like, you still be a hero. Yeah, you're you're a gay hero. Yeah, like I was a little like, you're what, more of what a are you hero trying to say, man? Some might argue more of a hero if you were gay. He goes, gay or straight. It's just, it's just about election. And I was like, Okay, so he's not like he was like it's just the infidelity that bothers me. He's upset that his daughter would think that he would step out on her mummy with a man, (laughs) with a man. (laughs) But what do you do? You think he's like verse? Oh, in (laughs) I thought you were gonna say, do you think he's actually gay? No, I think that he is. I think he's top because there's a prized commodity. There's (laughs) 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 there's there's like. There's wild ass bottoms in these streets of L- the, SLC yeah, bragging all the about are bragging. He's topping them. Yeah, 
So I I feel I feel for him. I I the look on his the panic on his face. And even if he's not gay, I feel like he probably has been bullied about this his whole life and like especially being a hairdresser. This made me really sad. This just shows you how like far we still have to come as a culture <laughs> that a hairdresser can't be straight. But the pain on his face, I was like he's been this is something that's haunted him probably. He's just really good at the kiss the gift of He's the gift of the scissor, the gift of the shears. He didn't choose. God the shears. has he blessed did him. Not choose the shears. No. The shears chose him. It's really sad to me. Do you think he cuts Angie Gay's hair? Yes. He probably gave her her blowout before they. Also, popped. their wedding—they look like David and Victoria Beckham, like in the nineties. They looks were like a gay porn star. Yeah, they both look kind of look like porn stars. They had a Greek Orthodox wedding. I think they're really conservative in that way. You can have an Orthodox wedding and not and just. No, be... I'm saying the traditions. I'm sure are very intense with like Greek Orthodox. I mean, I've been to Orthodox weddings, but I don't think it means that you're necessarily like super yeah. conservative. Poor Sean. Sweet king. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sydney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disintel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you ready to win Mother's Day and cement your reputation as the best gift giver in the family? Give the moms in your life an Aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos and you will rise to the top of the heap and you will be deified and worshipped for the rest of your days walking this planet. Because as anyone who has siblings know, that's the only goal on Mother's Day is to be the favorite. And if you're an only child, you're still competing with all your other extended family members and it's important to wage a war and come out on top. If you're an only child, you're also at war with yourself. So what you can do is get your mother or the preeminent mother figure in your life an aura frame. You load it up with photos. It's literally the easiest thing to do. And I know that you might be thinking, ew, digital frames are bleak. But I'm telling you, this aura frame is chic. And the best part is it has unlimited storage and an easy-to-use app so you can keep updating your mother or mother figure's frame with new photos. So it's the gift that keeps on giving and uploading. I gave my mom an Aura frame, and she had resisted for so long because she's truly anti-technology, like barely even understands how to FaceTime. And I said, just let me, just let me. And I set it all up for her. I plugged it in. I fired up the app. I preloaded pictures on it, and now she's so into it that she figured out how to preload pictures and even runs it from her app, which is truly saying a lot because she refuses to download apps. She thinks everyone's spying on her, stealing her data, and the fact that I was able to break through, and she literally loves this frame, like loaded it up with pictures of her cat. I was like, we did it, Joe. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off, plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. 
That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code SUP at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT Cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT Cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched, if I do say so myself. I've noticed that, and I think our listeners have noticed too, because I've been picking up on a bunch of TikTok comments that have been like, you're glowing recently. So hats off to Dime. No one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine. The work system from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. Monica's house. I'd rather not see it. (laughs) Monica's waking up. Not on my housewives. I don't. I don't want to. Like she's having a very real morning. She says four girls. (laughs) She's waking them up. What? It's very like this is what like this is how most of us live. I know, but I don't. I, I know. I don't sign up for that on my Bravo shows, unfortunately. She's got four daughters. Got to get up at seven, six. You know, wake them all the up. Ass crack of dawn. Put your hair in a claw clip. Put the terry cloth robe on. Get them all breakfast. To get the dog fed. Bitch go about drive her mom. To school. Yeah, I was like, it was good birth control for me. She starts shitting on her mom. This is going to be a, a thing, I think, with her this season. Her well, mom. Her mom is one to watch. <laughs> her mom gave me her mom came to play her mom i wrote well first i wrote imagine bringing your mom on a show only to drag the hell out of her and then when i saw her mom i was like finish it yeah (laughs) but i want 
I want more of her mom. Her mom is unhinged. She kind of gives me Kelly Todd's mom, <laughs> but less like dupe dopey and more like she's she a, seems she's a fighter. like she Monica's mom seems like she could do a stint in the insane asylum. Yeah, if she hasn't done several already. Mm-hmm. Has she? What has been the tea on her mom so far that she, she seems said, like I a forgot. cultist? <laughs> she seems like someone that like her mom became Mormon and that's why they all moved. Yeah, I think her mom seems like she's always searching and like Monica was sort of her like extension of herself that she didn't individuate. Is that a word? Individuate? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lisa and her son Jack get petties together. It's cute. She goes, come on, let's go. She gets in and she sits down to put her little feet in the water. And she goes, oh, I love that the water's hot. <laughs> That's a pedicure. I love her life for her. Jack has like highlights. I thought that was Henry the whole time. Is Henry the older one? Jack's the oldest. Henry's the little lost child. I'm so confused because Jack literally looked 10 years younger and I thought it was Henry until... Jack has a baby face, but like a he sounds like the guy who goes, Rick Astley, never gonna give you up. <laughs> I always think about him when I see him. Lisa goes, so what's going on? What's the newest thing on the mission? So we find out that Lisa is like pretty much not in the church. Like she's, she's, she's like attends, but she's not... I thought she was like fully converted like got baptized like was wearing the garments but she's like sort of attends church with her family but she's not in it she can't go to like the really nice temple which is weird because i'm like she's sealed but i guess she's like i there's only there's a certain temple that only ones who are worthy can go to so that means the men in her family yeah she was like John Barlow will be the nice temple with you. And I was like, damn. And then she's like, you're going to have to wear the garments. And then he was like, weirdly excited about that. Yeah. He's been radicalized, but she's, she's kind of like, it's, I was just very, that cause she's always been kind of like cagey about her Mormon stuff. And this was like, kind of, she was opening the book a little, which I liked. He asked her if she's read the book of Mormon. She was like, no, I've heard great things about it. (laughs) Maybe I'll read it. Then Whitney and Lisa go to Angie Kay's for a hang. For a little charcuterie platter and a hang. I wrote, for some reason, my spell correct went, instead of a Greek lunch, I wrote a Greek flouncy. (laughs) Everyone's wearing black. And Angie's drama, I just crave. Yeah. She's like, it's like she's a grieving widow. They go, Lisa goes, how are you? And Angie goes, you know, I'm just, I'm still processing. I haven't slept. I love, I'm still processing the allegations. She goes, the impact this is going to have on Electra, Lisa says. And Whitney goes, we know where your husband sleeps. Don't worry. In bed with you and Electra. And And she said, we know where your husband sleeps. In your bed with Electra every night. I was like, don't put it that way, though. I was like, that's not. That's also not helping his case. No, I don't love that. Yeah. (laughs) I just wrote, Wild Rose is on a wild SSRI journey. Wild Rose, I'm sad because her voice is not as wild as it was in the past. Her hair is inexplicably long. And... She's a little, like, glazed over. She's, like, a little Prozac Nation. hmm Which I'm, like, good for her, because I think she's getting, like, the stability she needs. But 
Something's happened to the wild rose. I think she's having marital problems. Her healing journey has been tough, but I want my rose to be wild once again. The good thing is Lisa's wild and she's pissed because Angie and Heather have rekindled their high school friendship. Heather invited Angie K over to paint birdhouses and men fences. And Lisa goes, where was that last year when my marriage was coming into question and coming under fire? I'm jealous. I resent that so much. She goes, I'm happy for you, but she's never done that for me. Uh, And this all happened to me last year. And everyone said things about my marriage. And where was Heather? She was nowhere to be found. So it's nice for you. But what about me? I'm furious. I love that she keeps making everything about her. She's a queen for that. Yeah. And then Lisa's like, Monica's not your friend, by the way. She goes, why is Monica talking so much? Which, honestly, I know why Monica did it to, like, be, like, honest. But I'm like, I kind of, I'm like, I get Lisa saying that. Like, why is she? I stand with Lisa at all. Why is she open up a big old trap? Just shut up. Yeah, she's yapping a lot. You're new. You're for a new person. You're new girl. You're talking a lot of shit. And Whitney goes, no, she is your friend. She is trying to do what's right for Angie K. <laughs> Angie K needed to know. Don't get mad at Monica for saying the rumor. I was like, yeah, you can get mad at her. She's gunning for like plot lines and camera time. Wild Rose is just ready to mix things up. She's like, I can't be the Wild Rose anymore because I'm on... Zoloft, but you will all be my replacement wild roses. She's like, every wild rose has its thorn, and come winter, the rose will wilt and go underground, and then more wild roses will pop up in its place, but not the original wild rose. At the end of the season, she's just going to turn into a tree and just, like, be forever, like, asleep. I need her to fucking snap out of it. I know. I need someone to, like, kind of shake her shake some sense into her well this next scene shook me to my fucking core meredith and brooks are driving and brooks is driving their suv wearing ski goggles and meredith is looks like Kristen johnson and austin power gold member <laughs> she has a the longest ponytail i've ever seen a jet black ponytail sticking out of a big furry headband she looks like a russian oligarch's wife katinka <laughs> yeah. she apparently she recounts this harrowing near-death experience she had where she and kathy left opera ski and got into the car and it was she goes we were driving and they replay this they recreate it in sepia tones and she's like kathy and i were driving home and her driver lost control of his car in a terrible snowstorm and we started careening off the highway nearing a cliff with a straight shot down and at the it last came clear we were gonna go off the cliff and she goes but luckily our driver pulled back into control and drove his car right into a ski a s- snowbank and it showed a picture and was like mm-hmm. okay but she took she took this as like yet another she's like it was very hard she says she almost died in a car crash yeah and she was like life is short and you just never know when death is coming for you. She's truly, I've never seen a woman so beset by tragedy. I know. I, I mean, she's, this will be, she's going to use this, you know. No, this is incredible. Um, she's like, so I want to spend as much time as I can with my gay son. With the people that I love and love being around. And that's my gay son who's driving in goggles. So they're going to go snowshooting? Snowshoeing. Snowshoeing. 
Never heard of it. I have. I just didn't know if it was shooting or shooing. I've snowshoed once. It was fun. And they're getting out, and she's at, she was also asking him about his relationship status. He just got out of a relationship. He still hasn't said he's gay. But he said he was. It was with a man. I know, but like she, she's very careful to like not use labels. Maybe he's bi. I think he's. What if I got with Brooks? I love that. That'd be really fun. He's really cute. He is. I'm so excited to go snowshoeing. <laughs> and she goes, "Yes." However, this weather is terrifying. <laughs> this is like a Duolingo lesson. I know. Their conversations are all like. The Duolingo side lessons that you can do where you like have to decipher a basic conversation between two people. They're fully Savage Grace. And I love, I I was imagining them getting lost in a snowstorm and having to like do like walkabout survival (laughs) and the existential hell that they would go through. Killing a rabbit. Yeah. Cooking its meat. She goes, I'm not stretched enough. Hold on. And he goes. No, she goes, she goes, how do I get these shoes on? He goes, I'll be your personal snowshoe concierge. And he puts her shoes on for her. And then he is bending down to put his shoes on. And he goes, oh, this, this is a stretch putting these on. She goes, well, maybe you should stretch more. And he goes, trust me, I get stretched all the time. I was like, and she goes, okay, enough. I was like, you're talking about getting gaped in front of your mother who's wearing a furry headband right now. You just need a whole stretching joke to your mom i was like this is cool power and then i want to hang with them and then he literally skips off into like and it's one of those like it's like a parking lot this is honestly meredith's living my dream yeah talking about hole gaping with your gay son one hundo <laughs> being like let's go snowshoeing i'm gonna clip a pony in and you put your little goggles on and let's go for a drive <laughs> you drive me meredith is no longer driving I realized in that moment that life is short. When's the last time she drove a car? Maybe she's never had a license. Hmm? She's a New Yorker. <laughs> I love that she lives in New York, but just like comes here to film this show. I know, show. it's incredible. <laughs> and is a real housewife of Salt Lake City. She should just be a real housewife of New York. Well, they need to get those back. Yeah. Like, legacy. Yeah. Olivia... Monica's grandmother is the focus once more, and they're driving to a senior citizen community center. I'm really darked out by Monica. Monica's grandmother's last years on this earth being. Imagine living until you're like, how old is she? Like 85, 90? You're 90 years old. And your whole body hurt every day is a struggle to like get up. You're like all your clothes smell the same. You're like outliving your money. And like your daughter is fucking crazy. And your granddaughter, she's cool, but she also gets on your goddamn nerves. And they put you in a car to take you to the senior center in Utah where they forced you to move. To play poker. To play a card throw the cards in the basket game and film their show and they curse so much imagine being a an immigrant who like came to america and like forged this tight knit community in boston and then suddenly your daughter is like no now you have to live in utah for the rest of your days and leave all of your friends behind that you 
forge these tight friendships with when you move to America? They go... How dare you? How goddamn dare you? You're going to live there until you die, which will be soon. It's hell. And you're going to live your final years in a state that you want nothing to do with. And we'll make sure that you suffer for all of them. But we'll give you a McFlurry. But And you know what? To speed things up, we'll take you to McDonald's every day. Monica and her mom are like the young. They're trying to be like the hype women for this group of ladies who are playing like, yeah, the bat. Canasta or whatever. whatever. I don't even know. And Monica, she's like, I'm going to go make coffee. Mom, want to join me? And then you cut to her and she's going. (laughs) Squirting the coffee maker in. I didn't sign up for to watch a rec room. I also didn't sign up to watch this dynamic. Monica and her <laughs> this mom This is sit actually down. a little fascinating to me because I was like, this is two dysfunctional crazy people in conversation and that compels me. Would I rather it take place at like a five-star hotel? Yes. But are we in a little rec room senior center? I guess so. You said an accurate, you said it was like 90 Day Fiance. It's giving TLC. Because TLC shows are like, we shouldn't be seeing this. And this is what we, this is what we were getting right now. We should not be watching this dynamic happen right now. They should be watching. Keep this to themselves. Keep this to your goddamn selves. In therapy. Take your mother, your grandmother and put her back to Boston. Put her on the next plane back to Boston. You need to use some of your show money to set, put your grandmother up in a nice assisted living center in Boston. Mm-hmm. By the by, the water. She will be gone soon, so it won't be that much. But you've got to get her. You've got to make her end of life. Her grandmother was miserable. Yeah. Monica's mom is like, I don't even know her name. Scarf. She- scarf Miss scarf she also the louis vuitton of it all i know louis vuitton is shaking they're issuing <laughs> like they're issuing like urgent press releases within the company and they're like code red <laughs> <laughs> her mom is like i am celibate even though i've left the mormon church i was this guy ghosted me recently that we were going on dates because i told him i was celibate i was like honey he ghosted you because you have fucking crazy eyes and you're a lady. You're scaring him. And then she says to Monica, I want your daughters to be raised in the image of Christ. Are you going to raise them in the Mormon church, they Monica? Scripture. They, need, they scripture. need God. They need God. And then Monica's like, I'm on the fence. I was sort of excommunicated. What are, also, what are you talking about? You literally left the church and you came to me and said, I'm so sorry I raised you in the church. And the mom goes, I never said that. She goes, Mom, you said that to me. And she goes, I don't remember that happening. I'm like, you are a ba- you're a bad mom. And now I'm like, now I get why Monica's like, I'm, this is my greatest revenge is to bring you on national television and air your ass out. Air your ass out. Tell you, wear the scarf. <laughs> wear the scarf that you got in Ellen's living room. <laughs> it looks nice with your headband. No, your bangs look great like that. Let's go to the senior center and we'll talk about your date. And then she's like, the mom goes, she starts griping about her mom and she goes, I am your mother. I'm not your peer. Like there needs to be some boundaries here. And then Monica goes, you want to talk about boundaries? When you come into my home unannounced, I could be over there on the couch 69ing for all you know, and you walk in, and the mom goes, well, keep your door locked. And then she goes, how about when we're on the phone? And then I say, okay, mom, bye. And you think the phone is hung up. And then you say to yourself about me, (laughs) I hate that girl's fucking guts. I fucking hate this piece, that piece of shit. I fucking hate her guts. And the mom looked absolutely gagged because she was like, well... 
She did get her in that moment. She goes, I would never, she goes, as worst days of my life, I would never say, I hate my child. And the mom literally is silent. Because she's like, the cameras are rolling. (laughs) She's fucked. She got. That's crazy. If I heard my mom. Oh, I don't know what I would do. My mom has never said that about no, me. No, I think most mom. I'm sure like in moments my mom is like, God, he's being a little asshole, but like to herself. But like, like the worst thing I would ever say or do, even like if I hung up the phone and was pissed, it would be like just screaming like, fuck you into a pillow or something. Yeah. Or being like, fuck off. Like, yeah. you fucking bitch or something yeah. like that. But I would never say like, I hate you, your guts so much. I yeah. hate her fucking guts. The child that you came out of you. It's just like, no, I mean, no. I'm now, I'm, my buy-in is big after this. And I'm like, the, this woman is crazy. Monica. Monica, I, I get why love. she is I the way she you. is. I get you in this moment. I get you. And her mom is literally a crazy person. And you're a good... She's a, Monica's a good mom. On men, World Mental Health Day. I salute Monica being a single mom who works too hard, who loves her kids and never stops. Her mom... Can't say the same about her. I also salute Monica's eldest daughter. Bree. Who also works her hard and is a single mom who loves her kids. <laughs> the real parent stop. of the family. So that's weird. And then we end with another familial schism. Heather and Whitney go skink. <laughs> Wild Rose is like tearing it up as a she's she might be kind of glazed over and a little slurry these days, but she is she Lindsay Vaughn on the she, snowboard. She is she's Sean White. She's the silver surfer on that riding down that they're, half pipe. They're good. They're <laughs> well, they good better be. They live like on a mountain. They stop and Heather goes, Whitney goes, what did you think about the other day? And Heather, not about like, oh, the thing about her friend's husband being outed. She goes, I think it's very weird that Jack is going on a mission, don't you think? And, and she's Whitney, like, Lisa came up to me and said that I was the last person she told. And I'm like, why would you do that? And Whitney goes, why do you think, Heather? Whitney is because phoning you... it in so hard around Heather. Yeah, she can't stand her ass. You she can fucking tell hates that her she guts. hates her hates her fucking guts. But she goes Even what Lisa said when the cameras were still rolling, like that was funny. Yeah. And like if I heard like if I heard someone say that about me, I would laugh at that. Yeah. That that's different than someone going like, I hate your fucking guts. Yeah, yeah. And not even like I hate her fucking guts, but did she say I hate your guts? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, she's a mean person. I'm Team Monica with that. I'd be like, to the asylum you go. Yeah. Monica's making the case yeah, right now. Never. Monica's long con revenge. To commit her mother. Monica's seen the power of Vanderpump rules and knows that if you play your cards right, it'll be curtains. <laughs> That's the ultimate revenge a child can do on their parents. Is have them committed yeah heather starts eating snow and she goes that is a weird that's a bit of a weird move she goes i mean it doesn't bother you that jack's going on a mission and whitney goes no i never think about jack's life or what he does <laughs> <laughs> i was like damn you can't give her an inch she can't give her a little bit of that do you think heather's eating snow because she's on ozempic oh 
I don't know. It just seems weird to eat snow. Like maybe I it's like a Utah thing. I understand like going into a forest and like eating like a fresh, freshly fallen snow off like a little. But ski snow. It's like, like that's public snow. Yeah, I was a little like, Whoa, what's going on there? She goes, doesn't bother you. And Whitney <laughs> she goes, is eating snow jerky. Whitney goes, no, Heather, don't think about Jack and his life at all. <laughs> And she goes, yeah, but, like, I think about, like, on my mission, like, all the lives I, like, all the people I converted and, like, how many lives I've changed and ruined at the same time. I was like, okay, how many people are you converting, coming to their doorstep and annoying them on a Saturday morning? Like, I doubt that you've... Also, like, they needed that. Yeah. If you're letting a stranger come into your house and convert you to a full-blown Good. new religion... Then go Then for that's that. what you needed. Honey, you were being called to, like, on this path. Yeah. And Whitney goes, no, I don't think about it. And Heather goes, I think this church is, it doesn't stand for anything I stand for. She goes, it's homophobic. They don't accept trans transgender. <laughs> and, and Whitney goes, yes, yes, that's true. Heather goes, well, and I wrote about it in my book, Bad Mormon. And that, and she, it's always coming yeah. back to the book. And she goes, and you wrote that letter to the church where you had framed. And then. Heather goes, Whitney goes, I think you should maybe worry about yourself more. The wild rose. She, even though she's a little glazed over, she can still wham them back. She's um, she's the mild rose right mm-hmm. now. She's the tempered rose. When you cannot be wild. <laughs> she opens an apothecary called the tempered rose. <laughs> what happened to her beauty brand? I don't know, Laura. There's a lot. I Objective, feel like ob- ob- ostensibly, it's still a thing. She's like wild rose beauty. Yeah. When in doubt, be wild like a rose. Who knows? What's going on in the the wild rose is like hiding something. She's laying in wait. We'll get to it. Well, do you think she'll bloom this season? Yeah. She's come down. She's coming out of her stupor. She goes. Every the snow will melt. Every spring comes again. And the sun the will rise. Melt. The icicles melt. The ground will be fertilized. And you'll see the grass beneath the snow. And that's where I come from. (laughs) She goes, just remember that in the winter, far beneath the chilly snow, is a seed that in the summer, with the sunshine, becomes a rose. And that rose is wild. A wild wild rose. (laughs) Wow. Let's do a cult shout out. Okay. Guys, that was a good episode. We did it. That's the most important thing. Girly, we did it. You are so on. <laughs> Lucy from London. Lucy from London. Danielle McMillan. McMillan. Lady Swamp, Swamp gives, gives, gives no fucks. fucks. Malzatov. Malzatov. <laughs> Diana Conkey. Conkey. Mary. Mary. Maisie McCann. Mary. Mike Earhart. Earhart. Sharon Baum. Realtor. Realtor. Courtney Kesselman. Kesselman. Carrie Whitmer. Whitmer. Owsley. Mariah Kay. Mariah Kay. Kathy West. Yes. Rochelle Martino. Rochelle Martino. Kit Moore. Kit Moore. Nick Sedaris. Emily. Emily. Kim Lucas. Jeffrey Pradima Pradima Pradima. Guys. Thank you for listening. We'll Thank you, you for weighing week. in in the comments. I'm seeing some cult members come through in the Patreon comments, and I like that. Me too. You, you're making your presence known. And be sure to submit a spooky story to sexuniquepodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, because we're going to do... A Halloween special. Woo! And.
and we're going to be sharing reader-submitted scary stories. We might even wear some scary masks ourselves. Oh, and if you have, like, a cursed mask or send, send something, and you need to, it really needs to be on par with the pug mask. Something, like, uncanny. Yeah, something really sinister. Send a pic of it, and you'll be featured on the Halloween Spectacular. Adieu. Goodbye. Sexy Unique Podcast is created and hosted by me, Lara Marie Shane Halls. This episode was co-hosted by the one and only Carrie O'Donnell. This episode was edited by Ness Smith-Savadoff. If you like what you heard today, please be sure to subscribe to Sexy Unique Podcast on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you're craving more sup and just can't get enough and want access to things like bonus episodes, tons of premium content, as well as ad-free episodes of the pod, consider supporting the podcast on Patreon. You can find out more at patreon.com slash sexyuniquepodcast. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com.